This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad? Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom, and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Get in the know, non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. So now there's this talk about Cousins is going to bet on himself like he always does. What is the future of Kirk Cousins and the Minnesota Vikings? Tell me good things, Mark. Well, I, I, it's good it, It's good things. Kirk's an outstanding outstanding quarterback. He's done a great job for us uh, this past season, I think, with Kevin O'Connell. Took our offense to the next level. So uh, we're looking for great things in 23, and, uh, and, and, and Kirk's going to be our leader on the offense. Very timely appearance by Mark Wilf in studio in New York with Good Morning Football on the morning yeah. of and I saw I saw a lot of a lot of NFL reporters, our guy Kevin Seifert telling her it's not the legal tampering period. There's no tampering. It's just the negotiation window here. Judd, get the flag. It's the legal tampering yep. period. That's what yep. it is right now. It is. Get the damn flag. There it is. It's one of the greatest days of the year. Who needs college basketball? Take your bracket, crumble it up, throw it away. There's only one thing that matters this week, and it's not baseball, not basketball, not hockey. It is legal tampering. Yes. They need to market it, though, like on something. They got to like take it and name it something unique and market it the heck out of it. Like, I do think there's a way to market this day a little bit better with some buzzword. I think they do already. The, the, well, the NFL Network calls it the fr- the. Fr- Free agency frenzy, or no, yeah, NFL free agency agency frenzy, frenzy. right? Yeah, I'm watching it right now. It's unbelievable. (laughs) They're going crazy. On the March Madness thing, and by the way, we're going to get to, so news is going to just be happening when it happens this week. And so we're going to jump in every day at least once and then likely multiple times, and we're going to hit you with the latest. And there are some interesting reports the last 24 to 48 hours about Kirk Cousins, and so we're going to start there in just a second. But I had I was flipping back and forth, and I landed on so NFL Network went to commercial break. I went to ESPN, and I, at first I was like, "Oh my god, they've got like a they've got like the framework of the NFL free agency frenzy bonanza here. They've got like a left sidebar and a bottom <laughs> scroll. Oh, no. Like, yeah. what is this? I saw it too. Oh, it's Texas versus so and so. It was like the brackets. The first yep. time in my life I've ever been like, get the brackets off my. I don't yep. just. Wake me on Thursday for brackets. I want to see what Ben Powers' average annual value is as a guard-free agent. That's what I want scrolling across my screen. I saw that, and I immediately flipped to Pelissero, Rappaport, uh, Garofalo, and NFL Network. Because if you're going to tie up my screen with college basketball, men or women right now, you're wasting my time. All right? College basketball, you can take your transfer portal and 
I don't care what you do with it. This is all about one thing starting today. And that is big men changing teams for huge salaries. Football. That's right. That's right. So, all right. So a couple things here. Uh, Jordan Hicks, just things to clean up here. Jordan Hicks is coming back to the Vikings. I think much to much to this show's chagrin in some ways, but you know, if, if you're if you're gonna roll with they don't have any depth really behind the two veterans in, in Kendricks and Hicks. So, because we don't know if Brian Osimo is good. Jordan Hicks turns 31 years old in June. We don't know what the deal is restructured to, but he has taken a pay cut. Yeah, it's Doogie not. Is, Doogie told yeah. us it's a pay cut. So it's not a restructure. They took his contract, they shredded it, and they said, here's a smaller contract. And, and <laughs> we can certainly talk about what's uh, transpiring here in a second. But yeah, so this is not a restructure to make Jordan Hicks happy. This was basically, hey, if you want to play for us, here's your new salary. And uh, if you just look at the PFF grades from last year, so Hicks graded 36th out of 90 inside linebackers overall, which, you know, slightly above league average. He had some games where he was running around, you know, five steps behind uh, skill position players. Eric Kent, So Hicks was 36th. Kendricks was 53rd. Hicks was 13th out of 90. This is inside linebackers. 13th out of 90 against the run. 65th against uh, in coverage. So, you know, he maybe they decide, all right, he's a first, second down guy primarily. He can stop the run a little bit. Chris Reed restructured to save a million dollars to the cap and uh, some free agents of potential note already off the board that the Vikings may or may not have had their eyes on. So Jonathan Jones, the New England cornerback with ties to Brian Flores, he goes back to New England on a two-year contract. So we're more things are going to happen today and tomorrow. We're going to be back talking about them, but let's get the latest on Kirk Cousins here. You heard the Mark Wilf clip off the top of the show, and I'll just, I'll, I'll sort of re-paraphrase what he said. He was asked, hey, you know, what's going to happen with Kirk going forward? Tell us some good things. Pew, pew, I love Kirk. And Mark said, we're looking for great things in 2023. Kirk is going to be our leader on offense in 2023. He stopped well short of saying anything beyond 2023. And that kind of jives with the reports we saw over the weekend. Declan's got another clip for us here. The Vikings have made it clear they're trying to come to a solution that works for both parties in a contract extension. Now, there have been discussions, but I can tell you via sources, nothing is imminent right now. Now, he's got a roster bonus of $20 million that will be earned later this week and is due to be paid $15 million of it next week. So that's kind of sort of a soft deadline to get something done. But... I'm not sensing any momentum toward that, and it is quite possible that he plays out the last year of his deal, and when we're sitting here, Ian, next year for free agent free agency frenzy, we might once again be talking about Kirk Cousins <laughs> being a free agent. Again, more credence to the idea that the options are either play out the last year of your contract or door number two, which we haven't. It's mostly just been speculation at this point, but the trade the trade door. But when insiders like Dan Graziano and Jeremy Fowler chime in, and these these guys are very calculated with what they will throw out. They're not they're not these guys aren't speculating as recklessly as maybe we are on Purple Daily, right? These guys are plugged in. They're dealing in in sort of uh, informational transactions behind the scenes. And so Dan Graziano said on the Jets thing, we're still, as of this recording, we're still waiting on Aaron Rodgers to answer his phone, either from Green Bay or the Jets. The cave. Yeah. Or maybe he just, like, forgot to reset his clocks this weekend. 
I don't he know. Left but... his cell phone in the darkness cave, and because it's dark in there, he can't find the, the damn thing, and he's trying to call the Jets furiously right now. It is tough. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to hold anyone hostage. Two months later, he's holding the entire league hostage. But uh, Graziano said, "Hey, if this does blow up in the Jets' face, they could turn to the veteran trade market: Lamar Jackson, Matthew Stafford, Kirk Cousins." He throws that name out, and Jeremy Fowler piggybacks and says, "Dan's mention of Cousins is interesting." Given Minnesota's recent cost-cutting measures, if the Jets miss out on Rodgers, why not place the call to Minnesota with the chance to give Cousins a new contract? So what do you make of this? From Mark Wilf essentially just saying, hey, we love Kirk this year. This year. going to be great. We're going to keep pushing forward this year and some of the other steam that's been floating out there. A year ago, if it was the Wilfs' mandate to Quazy and O'Connell that they basically had to keep the team intact and try and win, um, I feel like this March, everyone is on the same page. And let me be very clear, I have never been so proud. I've never been so happy. Uh, What the Vikings are doing is genius. Mark Wilf today said the exact right thing, which is, of course, we value him. And we value him for the last year left on his contract. Code four, but if you call us up about him, I think we'd pick up the phone. Um, The Vikings are playing this brilliantly. And let me tie in the Kirk thing to the entire thing, because this is one time that I'm not going to pick on Kirk, because for the first time, he's being treated like the rest of the kids, especially the aging ones. And this is what I absolutely love. Instead of the preferential treatment, instead of him getting his guaranteed contracts, what are we seeing? I would suggest this. TCO Performance Center for the next month should be renamed Ultimatum Central which is you come in and say, boy, time to negotiate a contract. And I say, yeah, here it is. Do you want it? Um, I don't know if Eric Kendricks' decline in play just stunk or if he privately said, I'm not taking that big of a pay cut. And again, keep in mind, just with like Jordan Hicks and Chris Reed, and yes, I can include them in the same sentence here. These aren't restructures. These are, you are taking what we're offering you. Harrison Smith, is inclined. he wants to stay here. Badly enough that he's listening. But certainly from what Doogie reported on Friday, it was trending towards a cut. That meant he was trying to get more. And the Vikings are saying, no, we don't have more. You don't understand, Harrison. You want to stay here. You do it completely on our terms. Harry. Yeah, Harry. Darius Smith tried to push them around. Release me. Bleep you. Now, they still might, but I love the hardball here. Dalvin Cook wants to stay, um, but he wants to, to be paid. And keep in mind, it is worth noting that earlier today, Austin Eckler put it out there that he has reportedly asked the L.A. Chargers uh, if he can basically shop himself. That's going to dilute a market that's already diluted, the running back one. But the point being is Kirk Cousins now just falls into a long line of guys in line at TCL Performance Center who are being dictated on what the terms of engagement are. And here's why I have no problem with that. That group of people is no longer the most important group. Justin Jefferson is. Christian Derrissaw is, Brian O'Neill is, and all of them are going to be or have been taken care of. But this is how you go about hitting a reset. It's not a rebuild. It's a reset. This is this is a basically a, I think, textbook case of the Vikings doing exactly what they should do, including mm-hmm. Kirk, and I love it. And if you're Kirk at this point, too, and by the way, in the last two minutes – some major deals have gone down. So uh, defensive tackle Javon Hargrave, and this actually could impact our Kirk Cousins discussion. Javon Hargrave just signed a crazy huge deal with the San Francisco 49ers. 
a four-year, $84 million contract, $40 million guaranteed at signing. So we don't know what the – my guess is they're going to shove a lot of that money into 2024, 25, 26. And the Niners didn't have a ton of cap space going in, but they had – I think I want to say they had between 15 and $20 million for 2023 going in. So, you know, I guess if the Niners at some point are the team that you would float to Kirk and say, hey, man, we said goodbye to Thielen, we said goodbye to Kendricks, Harrison Smith, whatever it is, should we try to facilitate something here? The Niners have to have, I believe they'd have to absorb $17 million in Kirk's uh, cap hit for this year or redo the deal and add extra years on and throw that money into 2024-25. And on that note, if I'm Cousins and I care at all at this point as a 35-year-old, soon-to-be 35-year-old, if I care about my football legacy, if I care more about... At this point in my life, I've made $200 million, and I want to win a championship, okay? Mm -hmm. Vikings fans, earmuffs, if you don't want to hear this. The Vikings aren't winning a Super Bowl in 2023 unless something crazy happens. And last year, some crazy things happened, and they couldn't get out of the first round, right? At this point, the Vikings are clearing the decks for a 2024 clean slate of cap room. They don't want aging players over 30 on the roster anymore right now. Even before the Harrison Smith move, they have $120 million in 2024 cap space, and they're going to clear even more out, right? So if you're Kirk and you're looking around the room and saying, boy, yeah, so Thielen's gone. He's my guy. Kendricks is the leader on the other side of the football. Harrison Smith might be gone. The cap situation, they're eating a lot of the dead cap for this year, so there's, there's not room to go sign like five impact players in free agency. If you care about winning a Super Bowl, you should do one of two things. Either go to the Vikings and say, hey, I want to win a Super Bowl here. Looks like it might not happen this year. What do I need to do contractually? I'm not playing for free, but what do I need to do contractually over like a three or four year window here? I'm always healthy. I keep my body in shape. I don't I don't get in legal trouble, nothing. You know I'm going to play at a high level. This is what I would be saying if I was Kirk into my late 30s. And I will do it for less money. I'll do it for under market value because I want to win a Super Bowl. He should either go to the Vikings and say that, or he should go to the Vikings and he should be facilitating a trade to the San Francisco 49ers himself, right? If he's just sitting back and sort of waiting and, oh, I guess we'll, I guess we'll see if, if they offer something, that tells me even more than I already know about Cousins. So I'd like to know what is his agenda behind the scenes at this point now that he's clearly been told, hey, guy, we're not going to do a big guaranteed bank-breaking contract anymore because we need to reset this thing for 2024. Well, that goes back to why I think he, for the first time in his uh, tenure in Minnesota, is flustered because this is all a surprise. This has never happened. He's never been treated like the rest of the kids before. But the reality is this. So I don't think he's going to come close to doing part one of what you said. And the Vikings, though, are doing a brilliant job of taking care of that for him. I think it needs to be the Vikings who say, Hey, look, okay, you've got a no-trade clause, but we are clearly stripping things down. Not to the studs, probably, but we're stripping things down. Why don't we look at a trade? So I think that that needs to be introduced. And if he says, absolutely not, I'm going to play my contract out, I would say, okay, that is your prerogative, Kirk. But I think it's the Vikings, and this is what I like about what Quazy is doing, is they're taking control now. So no matter what Kirk says, it almost doesn't matter. Like, Kirk, Kirk could say... The second part, which is, can we shop me? And if I was the Vikings, I'd say, absolutely, we can. 
But the reality is the Vikings are now for the first time with a lot of these guys, not just Kirk Cousins. Again, this is not a pick on Kirk thing. They are drawing a line in the sand that I absolutely love. And if right now they are working as hard at trying to reach out to prospective free agents that they like as they are trying to clear up their cap, I say today is a victory. So, like, I'm not sitting here being like, well, there's a lack of Vikings news. This is a bunch of BS. This isn't where this team is at now. This team is at a place of clearing up its internal problems from a financial standpoint. And if that has to be the focus of free agency in March of 2023 to make 24 fruitful, you know what? Good for you, Vikings. This is finally the right move. The frustration that I felt a year ago is is now alleviated almost completely by the brilliance of what this is. We're so impatient. And the reality is, you know what? When Brad Childress came here in 2006, and in March of 2006, they signed Chester Taylor, Hutchinson, Longwell, Lieber. You know why they could? Because they had a ton of cap space. So I do believe that they are making calls. I do believe that they are being proactive. But what they are doing with the core of a roster that has that has an expiration date on its behind that, that is basically here and now, I think is the most important thing. So again, I am thrilled to do this show with no news because I think it's clearing things up behind the scenes even more. Here's some news for you, sort of Vikings related. And we'll do, my guess is later on today, we'll do more of a, a recap of sort of the bigger picture of the first day of legal tampering or negotiating, whatever you want to call it. So uh, we told you Jonathan Jones off the board as a cornerback with some Brian Flores ties that could make sense. He goes back to New England. Mm-hmm. Cameron Sutton signs with the Detroit Lions. He's another guy that we've had on this sort of cornerback watch list. He signs a three-year, $33 million contract, according to Ian Rappaport. Yep. He can play both. He, he played a bunch of snaps in the slot last year. He can play on the outside. And uh, $22.5 million guaranteed. So like $11 million per year average annual value and $22.5 million guaranteed. So a couple potential interesting cornerback free agents off the board in the first like hour and a half of free agency for the Vikings. So the rumblings were when when this whole thing started at um, 11 a.m. our time this morning, the rumblings were that the Vikings did reach out to Sutton. They, they reached out to a guy that we've talked a ton about, Byron Murphy from uh, the Cardinals, who Tom Pelissero reports is going to be extremely expensive. And a guy that we talked about, I want to say a few weeks back, Phil, Sean Murphy, Bunting of Tampa Bay. So it sounds like those were three of their initial targets. Uh, But again, you know, like with the Sutton contract, I don't think the Vikings are in a position or probably in a mood to do something that they don't consider to be smart. Like when you're going to clear up the cap space that they are, and teams are spending right now, and and like these are the hours in which regretful contracts are often agreed to. Uh, If the Vikings are saying, you know what, for at least this year, we're going to sit this one out. I'm not going to complain this time. Well, but but one thing, if and there's a lot of buzz too that this is just not a, it's not a great free agent class. That there's yep. there's a few guys out there, but to your point, that this is the type of free agent class where you could get caught with some bad contracts for non elite players. Yep. If they do like certain players, and those players do fit into the age window, let's say a, a window of like 2024 through 2026, so 26, 27 year old free agents. Because you're clearing so much cap space for 2024 and 2025, you can actually finagle those contracts in an advantageous way if you want to. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike McGlinchey, so there was, there was word that Mike McGlinchey might be going, he's a, one of the best run-blocking right tackles in the league. 
uh, that he might be going to the Bears. He winds up signing with the Denver Broncos for, God, it's like $15 million a year or something ridiculous. So some big deals coming off here in the first 90 minutes. Back to the Cousins thing for a second. You know, if you're the Vikings, and it sounds like both parties have agreed, or at least the Vikings have told Kirk Cousins' camp, long-term extension ain't going to happen. So Cousins is going to want to bet on himself again in free agency, right? Yep. If you're the Vikings, would you rather let him play the final year? Maybe you draft a quarterback, and he sits behind you. So then you have the you sort of have like the luxury of Kirk is the quarterback for one more year. Mm-hmm. You're going to be competitive. You're going to have Jefferson and Cousins and right tackle, left tackle. You Brian Flores. You're going to be competitive while you sort of strip down the bad contracts. And if you draft a quarterback, he can sit behind Cousins, learn for a year, and then jump in in 2024. And while he's learning for a year, he's also building a relationship with Justin Jefferson too, right, which I think is important. But then Cousins walks in free agency after the season's over. You'd probably get like a third, fourth, or fifth round compensatory pick for 2025, assuming that he still has value and you know signs a fairly decent contract with another team. Would you rather go down that path? Or would you rather push aggressively to get some draft capital for this year's draft or for the 2024 draft? So I think what we're in here, too, um, because I I think there's certain years that you go into this process with a pretty set plan, and that's your plan. And if it works, great. If it doesn't, it's a setback. I think this is as, since we started to do this show, this is right up there with as fluid as this process has been from a, a Viking standpoint. So if I could get capital back, Absolutely, because it appears that they are pulling back on the team. So then the question becomes, okay, how good are you going to be against what appears to be a very tough schedule? All of that being said, as we talked about on the show that we recorded last night and posted, um, I think what makes this so intriguing from the Viking standpoint is how fluid the next month is going to be. You know, keep in mind, certain teams that had a set plan, i.e. the Jets potentially, um, San Francisco coming to a realization. Certain teams, by the time the draft arrives, might be like, hold on a second. This is not working out the way we expected, and we have to have a quarterback, or we have to have Kirk. So the reality is, I think I would rather have draft capital if I could get it for Kirk. But second of all, I also think that as the month plays out and the draft gets closer, we're also going to see things develop that could put the Vikings in a perfect position to do that. And as I told you last night, Phil, if we get to the draft and you can trade Kirk to San Francisco for a first round pick and something else, but let's just say it's a first round pick in 2024, because they don't have a 2023 first. And then you can turn around and potentially package. And then you trade your 2023 first, you swap it with a team um, that's let's say in the top five or six, and then send them San Francisco's first-round pick and a third-round pick. Now you're talking about the price of poker to draft a quarterback. Mm-hmm. So, like, I think these are all things, and I'm not I'm not reporting or saying that's going to take place, but I think we are right now, from a Viking standpoint, in a really fluid situation. And, and you know how we sort of know that, too? If they felt pressure, like, to get things done, Harrison Smith, Dalvin Cook, Zadarius Smith would have been addressed last week. Like everything would have just been addressed. Yeah. But they don't. They don't have that pressure. They're trying to trim room, but they're trying to do it on their timetable. And again, 
I think that's why the month of April is going to get to be so intriguing because this isn't a win now thing. This is a positioning yourself correctly for the future thing, which does buy you time. Get ready for one incredible night of rock with Static X. And Seven Dust. Machine Killer North American Tour. Saturday, May 18th, Myth Live. With special guests, Dope and Lines of Loyalty. Tickets on sale now at MythLive.com or eTix.com. Don't miss Static X and Seven Dust. Yeah, Dex, uh, fresh off the the plane from <laughs> Vegas late last night. Where where are you at with if if the options for Kirk are let him play out the final year, make it clear, hey, thanks for the service here. We're not going to do a long term extension. Mm-hmm. We're going to play out the final year, or you know what? Let's see if we can actually recoup some 2023 draft picks and just do it now. So I, I think what happens is I think they'll likely stay with the plan of they're going to ride this out. They're going to ride this out with him now. I, it's, it's Cousins camp that's going to make this potentially cantankerous, right? Like. To your point of right, this might be we maybe overachieved a little bit to a degree last year. Is regression coming? Can we do this again? And I think Cousins is competitive enough that he'll say, "Yeah, let's run this back. Let's let, let's try this one more time." I have the same coach in here now. I still have m- most of my top weapons. This should be okay. But if his camp says no, we we want another payday. And if we're doing this again one year from now, well, that's one less year that I had a chance to cash in a bigger time this time than opposed to next season. So. I think the only camp that makes it cantankerous is Cousins camp if they don't want to play ball and they are not comfortable, basically, with running it back. I think it's most likely they'll let Kirk still remains your quarterback under the current deal for this season. The intriguing thing, though, is we are seeing for the first time Quasi O'Connell, and the staff be aggressive and not be the good guys. And this is what I love. And this is also why you have a GM and coach because O'Connell can now go to players who stayed who might be upset and be like, can you believe Quasi cut all those guys? I mean, I'm with you here. I mean, my so this is why you never have the GM and coach be the same guy. There has to be a good cop and a bad cop. And Quasi is the bad cop here, and it's perfect. Um, but the thing with Kirk that's going to be interesting is if his camp pushes back, I get the sense from what the Vikings are doing, they're going to push right back too. So, like, again, gone are the days of, oh, Kirk, you need a guaranteed contract? Oh, of course, we'll make this work. Well, they did a very good job last year of of, of soft playing it and coming in and sort of, they set a very nice tone, a very nice culture. But right now what we're seeing is pushback. And it's it's imperative. It's incredibly important. Yeah. But so if Mike McCarthy, who represents Kirk, comes in and is, and, you know, this is not going to work or something, I don't think Quasi and company now are going to be, be like, oh, we're, we're so sorry. We're I think, I think they're going to butt, butt heads. And that is exactly what you need. What's happening to the Packers right now is ridiculous. They are being made a fool of. I mean, we can rip Rodgers all we want, but there's only one team that's allowing him to control this entire process, and it's ridiculous and it's embarrassing. And conversely, the Vikings are saying, you know what, screw it. We're taking control of our roster. I think that's fantastic. And if they need to butt heads with Kirk Cousins, go ahead and do it. He can't control this. Yeah, and I don't think it's going to get contentious. I don't think Kirk's – that's the thing. I don't think Kirk's that kind of guy. You know, I think he would just kind of – I almost feel like he would just, I don't know if he would pout. I think he would just come on in and put his head down and just go to work for a year and try and go, you know, you know, yeah. make bank one more time in free agency. Um, a shout out, by the way, to, uh, well, I, I totally forgot to shout out our friends at TCL. So we'll do that. TCL, an official partner of the NFL now. No matter what you watch, TCL has an award winning TV for any budget, any space, all with stunning picture quality. 
And TCL makes more than just TVs. They offer mobile products, audio devices, home appliances. TCL brings you joy and simplicity through innovative technology. Learn more at TCL.com. And uh, our friends at Athletic Greens have jumped on board here at Purple Daily. We thank them. You know, i got to be honest. I don't know if it was like the clocks or what, but uh, Maya Mackey decided that this morning was going to be an early riser for uh, for her hunger. So I didn't get a lot of sleep. I couldn't go back to sleep. And, man, AG1 from Athletic Greens, you want to talk about some great nutritional insurance, 75 high-quality ingredients that get me important nutrients every single day, one scoop mixed with my water in the morning or sometimes for me middle of the day. Uh, and I'm covered for the day. The biggest things I noticed after mixing Athletic Greens into my daily regimen, brain fog lifted, energy levels heightened, uh, helps with my gut health personally. Judd and Dex know that that has been a problem for yeah. me for about 20 years. And uh, I'm just dialed in, ready to unleash takes on a daily basis. And so for me, it's been almost six years uh, as an Athletic Greens slash AG1 consumer. If a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine, Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com slash purple daily. Athleticgreens.com slash purple daily for that special deal. Um, can we just circle back on the, the Jordan Hicks thing for a moment? So he's so you're presumably your two starting inside linebackers in this three four system are gonna be Jordan Hicks and Brian Asamoa, and then whatever depth they can scrounge up. I kind of like this because they're paying almost nothing for Brian Asamoa. They weren't paying that much for Jordan Hicks to begin with, and now they're going to pay even less. They'll probably draft a linebacker in like the fourth or fifth round or something. So they're getting ultra cheap at a position that you should look to keep the cost down while giving one young guy a chance to to blossom, uh, but not leaning on necessarily two inexperienced guys. So I kind of don't hate this, actually. I'm guessing, too, that Jordan Hicks got a new contract that is for one year. And so guess what? If he's slower in training camp, he's not going to make the roster. Mm-hmm. So, like, as long as you have that ability to cut a guy, I think that's absolutely fine. There, there was a commitment made to him going into last year that was, come join our team, our veteran core, and you can be part of the solution, I think. I think this contract is, yeah, come back for training camp and prove that, that you can play. And if you can't, you're gone. You know, which is fine. Again, this league's brutal. So this is no time to be trying to make friends. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Um, I think that's kind of a wrap on like the early wave here, guys. I think we can probably shut her down, let Declan post yeah. this episode here, and then we'll just kind of keep an eye on the rest of the day to see what other news breaks. The Vikings clearly aren't involved in like the funny money, crazy money <laughs> signings here. Yeah, I would say the only one that, and I've not seen a report about this guy agreeing to terms yet, I would say the only one that would be, that the Vikings could get involved in that would be a expensive proposition, but he's only 25, is Byron Murphy from the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. But that would make sense to what you're saying, Phil, which is the plan would be to give him a contract where he would be around when things spike upwards again, if that's the right term. Yes. Yes, indeed. Uh, and a shout out to our friends at Federated Mutual Insurance Company, too. Federated's been uh, just one of our favorite partners over the years, and we thank them for their support as we build our business here at Score North and Purple Daily. And Federated's been helping countless business owners navigate the waters of running said business for over 100 years, like having a great guiding hand offensive line for your business, looking out 
uh, on the horizon, protecting against potential risks. Find out more at federatedinsurance.com, where it's our business to protect yours. All right, boys, any uh, any final quick thoughts here before we say goodbye for now? Say see you later until later on today. Keep doing what, what you're doing, Quasi. Keep doing, you're doing good. You're doing, you're doing God's work, finally. <laughs> Somebody had to. You didn't do it last year, but you are now. I am very impressed. Vikings fans, be patient. This had to happen. This is a day of reckoning. A day of reckoning. We have you covered here. Purple Daily, Daily Vikings Entertainment. We just want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl before we die. Happy Legal Tampering Day, America. <laughs>